is Harriet Kemmerich, the host of Down to Earth, the show in which we talk about the issues that matter. And today on our show, I want to ask you a question. It's kind of rhetorical because I think I know the answer, but I want you to become your own answer. I want you to search yourself and ask yourself this question, who is your rock? I want to ask that question because we live in a day and time where We need something else to shore us up. The things that we took for granted in our society, the rights and privileges that we thought were assured to us by the Constitution just slowly seem to be eroding away. We look at some of the social safety nets that should exist to help us when we fall below. When you lose a job, you should be able to survive until the next job. We look at some of those things and we realize that those two are slowly being eroded. Are they being taken away? Are they being legislated away? So in times like this, with all the gun violence that is around us, with all the uncertainty, with one man in Europe just seems like he wants to charge into some other country having debilitated one country. It looks like he wants to take on another one. He's barely winning one, but he wants to take on another one. When you look at all of this, the violence that has become endemic to our society, sickness and disease running rampant through our communities. You look at all of this and you say, whoa, who is your rock? Who is my rock? Well, I want to introduce you to mine and I want to show you from the Holy Scriptures how we need to turn our minds. It's at times like these when we need comfort. I know we all have our our stuff that pumps us up. I am one of those who is driving on the street and I play music too. And you get out of the car and you feel pumped up to go to work. And then you're going to work and they kind of just drop your hopes down just a little bit. We're going to have to cut your hours back. We're going to have to eliminate your division. You just took out a mortgage on a house. Here they come wanting to take it out. Worse, there are two of you working and suddenly one of you has lost a job. You have a kid in school. You have a kid in college. You have another one contemplating going to college. You have to take care of your elderly relatives. And all of a sudden, they just eliminated your job. Or they tell you they can't continue to sustain you or pay you. You might have to cut your hours or take a pay cut. Meanwhile, they're still living the big pimping lifestyle. They haven't stopped driving their nice cars. They haven't stopped living in their neighborhoods. But they're extracting as much as they can. It's at times like these when we have to turn to hope. We have to wonder who is our rock. So I want to take you into the scriptures and show you how all of us need that place. We need that bastion. We need that assurance that it's going to be okay. That even though it might not look right, even though it might be treacherous at this time, if I hold on, many of us are working jobs that every day we show up, we thank God for it, don't we? We say, well, today is another day because we know that there could come a time that you walk into that job and they turn you right around or they wait for the end of the day and hand you a pink slip or they just give you a text. They're firing people by text messages. So we all have these issues. So while we can, let us shore ourselves up and build ourselves up on hope and find out who can be our rock in these times that we live in. Amen. Amen. But first, I want to tell you a little bit about what we do. I'm Harriet Kamek. I'm also, not just do I have Harriet Kamek Ministries, but we also have a community action agency. It's called the Exodus Foundation. Through that, we provide services to women who are surviving human trafficking. 
We don't need to ask. There's so many people missing in our society today. We don't know where they're going. There is organ trafficking and there is sex trafficking. All of it is called human trafficking. There's labor trafficking. We don't know where people are taken and where they end up. But what we do know is that having come out of that, people need help. And so we have this organization that provides services to women right here in Detroit. So please help us. Go to my website, harrietcamock.com. From there, you'll find the link that will take you to the exodusfoundation.com. And that will show you how we do what we do. We are a nonprofit. Yes, we are. We provide services to the community and we do it with your help. And we do it knowing that who is our rock. Amen. So I want to take you real quickly into this and to leave you with hope and to provide you with something to hold on to at a time when you don't need, you don't have hope. You might be contemplating right now as you're hearing this broadcast and viewing this, that you might be the one who has to go to the hospital tomorrow. You have to go make a decision for a relative. It could be you who find yourself in need, who needs to know who's your rock. You might have to go because you feel something funny in your body or the doctors called you and said, we looked at your test results and we think we want to discuss this a little bit more. Or you could be you, the bank has been calling, you've been avoiding their phone calls, the bills are piled up this high and it's like, where do I go, Harriet? I am stressed to the max. I I have cut all the corners. What do I do? Many of us, we live in a day and time when food costs have surged beyond the pale. It's unimaginable. We are going to the grocery store and looking at food costs and saying, whoa, I have to cut back? I can't buy what I want to eat? We live in a day and time where you go and you say, is this the week when I need to buy detergent or can it wait another week? We live in a day and time when we, the kids are telling us they have all these extracurriculars and we're like, we may have to stop that. Stopping that extracurricular is robbing another family of their financial support. It is what is going on. And so I want to introduce you to this concept that I know has provided me with hope and given me something to hold on to, even when I know there is nothing firm under my feet. The Bible says very clearly in the scriptures that turn unto the Lord and he will sustain us. He will never let the righteous be moved. And I know you hear this term righteous and all these people who seem not to be, uh, they conflate the idea of that. Okay, let's just be sure of that. But they don't act righteous. They don't act loving. They don't act caring. Ignore the noise. Let's listen to what the scripture says. I want to take you into the scriptures. It's Psalms 18. And I'm reading from the New King James Version. And our focus this morning is on verses 2 to 3. But here is what it says in Psalms 18 of the Holy Scriptures in verse 1. It says, listen, I will love you, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock, listen to that, and my fortress. Don't we need that? We need somewhere to go to Fort Knox, shores of the U.S. currency. Well, I need someone to shore me up. Fort Knox is the backer of the U.S. currency. I need someone to back me up when I go to the grocery store and I'm praying that my car does not decline. Amen. Amen. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. Deliver us, O God, from sickness, from disease. Deliver us from poverty. Deliver us from uncertainty. Deliver us from wars. My God, my strength in whom I will trust. 
trust in the Lord with all our hearts and lean not unto our own understanding. It says in Psalm 34, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. We need someone strong to hold on to that will hold us even in these times. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you right now that we will become not just hearers of the word, but doers also. We decrease that you might increase. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight, my Lord, my strength, and my Redeemer. I pray right now for someone watching who needs your help. Be their rock, their fortress, and their stronghold. Deliver somebody who is facing death right now, Jesus. Deliver somebody who's facing sickness, somebody who has to get a bad report from the doctor, somebody who has to go into a mortgage. This week, somebody's mortgage is in jeopardy. Somebody's marriage is in jeopardy. Be a fortress and their rock and their deliverer. Somebody has a child who they're not sure what is happening with. Be a rock and a fortress. Somebody's job is on the line. Be a rock and a fortress and a deliverer. Oh Lord, our God, show yourself strong in our circumstances, in our nation at this time. Show yourself, Jesus, that you are God and you are whom we hold on to when everything else is failing, when the politicians and the leaders don't look like they're united and they don't look like they can come together for the people. We pray a covering over the people and protection from enemies, protection from gun violence, protection from violence in our homes, protection from violence on the job, protection from violence while driving on the highways and the byways. Be a fence around your people and we give you all the praise for the victory that is ours in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. The Lord is my rock and my fortress. It says right here in Psalms 18, my friends, the Lord is my rock. I have found that in times of need, when I was going through that the Lord became my strength and my rock. It was me many years ago. I stumbled upon this scripture. Someday I'm going to bring my Bible to you. My best friend, the Bible that I wrote in November 2 of 1999, it was that day when my ex-husband put a knife to my, knee, to, my, to my ribs on my right side. My youngest, my daughter at the time was sitting on my right. He came and sat beside us on the couch and said, I can take you out. Why? He was possessed with violence. Nothing wrong. Just a regular Saturday. All I wanted to do was to go to Walmart and go shopping to buy a Bible. I kid you not. And he brought violence to us. It could have been me. You would never have heard about me. That was 1999. I'm going to show you that I opened that Bible and it stumbled upon these words, these eternal words. I had nothing with which to hold on to nothing. My family, my nearest family members lived 1,250 miles away in Detroit, Michigan. I lived in Orlando, Florida, just north of Orlando, Florida, on the east coast of Florida, headed up to Daytona Beach, a little town called Deltona, Florida. I kid you not, right off I-4, sandwiched to the extreme uh, east would be uh, I-95. That's where we found ourselves in need of the strong delivering power 
of God, in need of the fortress whom God became in those final dark years of my marriage. I kid you not. So when I sit here and tell you how good God has been and how good God can be and how God can be a deliverer, look at me, my friends. You're looking at someone who lived it and survived it. I'm 55 now. When this happened to me, I was 35. So that's more than 20 years ago. I know I look good. You know what this is? This is the Lord who became my rock, my fortress. I live today because I called upon the name of the Lord. I believe as a nation right now, we need to go back to basics. We need to go back to what we were founded on, the common belief. Yes, I know that slavery and racism is a part of our history, but can I just invite you to something? There is nowhere in the world where slavery and racism never existed. It existed in the world at the time. Men and women didn't know any better. People sought to have power over one another. And wherever people seek to have power, there's no democracy. There is no elective representation of the individual. So wherever that existed, that has always been the case. But God has been eternal even through that. Sometimes people say to me, then Harriet, if God is so good, why bad existed? Because we choose to be bad. There are always people who are going to make the choice to do something bad. Can God stop them? No, because we exist here on this earth because of free will. So everybody has a choice. This will help us to cope then when people do things that are wrong. You ask yourself why they think they had a choice. Sometimes I wonder if we're going to say, I have a right and I have freedoms and freedom ourselves to death. We have freedom. So everybody believes they have freedom. So this group, this group, that group, this group, da, 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 da. and everybody just thinks that they can legislate and write and erase people's freedoms and rights. We need to come together. We need to ask ourselves, who is our rock? Is it the constitution that is our rock? Is it the politicians that is our rock? Is it the governor who is our rock? Is it the president who is our rock? For the good grace of God, is it the Supreme Court that is our rock? I dare tell you, my friends, our rock, we need to turn our eyes back up to God. That is our delivering power. I don't know why I'm saying this to you. I don't know what is going to come this week. I don't know what news we're going to hear. I don't know what your circumstances are going to be. I don't know if it's going to be me or it's going to be you who's going to have to go to a doctor this week and the doctor is going to tell you, well, I'm not sure, but I I think I see something. I don't know if it's going to be you who will be holding the hands of a spouse while a doctor makes a pronouncement. I don't know if it's you who will be holding a baby or a child in your arms and the doctor is telling you, we need to run some more tests on Ryan. We need to run more tests on Ashley. We need to take little Bobby in and run more tests. I don't know if it's not going to be me or you walking up into a job that we have that barely sustains us as it is. Inflation has eaten off everything. We're dipping into our savings just to make the activities of daily living. I don't know. And here you are saying, Tomorrow, about this time, when you have to go to work, when you hear this broadcast, whenever you hear it and you have to go to work, I want you to say these words, the Lord is my rock. Come on. The Lord is my rock. When all the stuff that happens to us, all of this stuff that comes against us, focusing on these words, the Lord is my rock. All of us need somebody. Some of us have safety nets. You know, it could be our spouse's our safety net. Our spouse's job and the benefits that come from it is our safety net. It could be your safety net are your investments. Your safety net is the stock market and seeing the stock market 
I don't know about anybody else, but it gave me a headache this week just watching it. After a while, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to not watch all the news that is going on. Or your safety net could be your parents. Your safety net could be your job. For many of us, especially who are single parents, our job is what? Our safety net. Without our jobs, we can't sustain our families. I know you're feeling this right now because I am feeling it. You know, your job, you need your car to go to work. It was just me a couple days ago who found my battery didn't start. And I remember sitting in my car saying, what if I had to go to work this morning? You know what I would have to do? I'd have to call my job and I'd have to call my boss and prevail upon their good grace. Because once you're out, it's at will employment. Everybody gets paid, what? At will, by the hour. You don't work, you don't get paid. When it comes times like these, I'm just outlining to you the realities of our day. It makes no sense. I come and pity pat it over as if people are not living in real time. People are not having real issues. You might be standing at the kitchen counter right now chopping up vegetables and you just looked in your refrigerator and you're like, well, it looks like I have to go grocery shopping again. The last time you went, you did try to buy everything that you would need, but there was not enough money to pay for all that you needed. And you say to yourself, this is happening a little bit too frequently. The Lord is our rock. I don't know what's coming this week. I don't know what you're going to hear. I don't know what it is, but I'm telling you right now, the Lord is your rock. He's your fortress. He's your deliverer. He's your strength. It is in him whom you trust. Amen. When it was me facing uncertainty that Sunday morning, when I recognized that everything was over and I had to make that difficult phone call to extricate myself from an abusive physically violent marriage. I knew the future in front of me was uncertain. I didn't know where we were going to go. I had no surety or no guarantees that when we exited that house that day, in the next couple of days after that, when we exited that house, I had no guarantees that it was going to work out. All I had was hope. I knew then that the Lord was my rock and my deliverer. I didn't know what I was going to do. All I had was the word of God. He became my strength. That's who has sustained me all of these years. I knew I had a dream. I knew that I was going to do this by coming to you and talking about it. I couldn't tell you how it was going to be executed. For the life of me, it blew my mind how it has all come together. I would never have known some of the roads I would have to navigate. Some of the people I met along the way, thank God and God bless them. They were in my life for a season and a reason. And that season and that reason came to a close. Sometimes I was holding on to people because I didn't have enough faith to make the next step, get on the next train. I often refer to life as a train, yeah? that we're on this train and you're on a journey to a destination. And along the way, the train makes stops. People come on and people disembark. People come on and they leave. When they're leaving, let them go. I have learned that because their season in my life is over. If it comes to that for you and you recognize that you go to a job and it's over and they tell you, we, you know, it's been going bad and it's, it can't be sustained anymore. Recognize that it's over and just say the Lord is my rock and my fortress. I'm having tears right now. I hope you can't see them. It probably my makeup is probably running down my face, but 
I'm remembering how many times in my life when that happened, when I was the only caregiver, I was the only provider, and I was the one who had to go into somebody's office and they would tell me that this is it, we've come to the end of the road and we can't pay you anymore and we can't sustain you. And I had two little people whom I had to go home to and take care of. And I didn't know what I was going to do. One day it was me sitting outside of someone's office. I kid you not. And it was snowing. I can't forget. It was in Huntington Woods, Michigan. And it was snowing. And it was cold. And it was that day. And all I could say was the Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer. The Lord in whom I trust. So I say this with all humility to you today. If it comes to that and you walk into a doctor's office and the doctor tells you something, I want you to remember these words of Psalm 18. Remember what it says. It says what? The Lord is my rock. The Lord is my strength. He's my fortress. He's my stronghold. He is in him. I trust. He's my shield. And here is the eternal words. Here is what got me that morning. Here is what kept me together. Here is what saved me. It says what? In verse 3 it says, I will call upon the Lord and what? And he is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. Who were my enemies? Poverty. Who were my enemies? The lack of a job. Who were my enemies? The fact that I was divorced and abandoned with children. Who were my enemies? The Lord says he will save me. God is going to save you. God is going to deliver you. He is your rock. He is your fortress. Take it from me when I tell you, my friends, that God is whom you can stand on. God is whom you can trust. God will not let you down. Just hang on in there. The glory is coming. The victory is coming. Just hold on for a little bit longer. So they tell you they don't want to be married anymore, that they're over with it. Just that's okay. That's okay. Just keep on keeping on. Tell them God bless you. Thank you for the time that we spent together. Your season in my life is over. But thank God he's my rock. Thank God he's my rock. He's my fortress. He's my deliverer. He's my strength. In him do I trust. So shall I be saved. So shall he save me. So shall he save my children. So shall he save my spouse. So shall he save my marriage. So shall he save my parents. Many of us today are working and we're working two jobs. Some of you, I see you all the time. I go out in the community and I look at people's faces and I'm looking in the faces of my brothers and sisters. I don't care about skin color. I don't care what color your eyes are. I don't care what color your hair is. I care about you, the person. And I'm looking at people and sometimes you wouldn't know it, but I'm standing there and I'm saying, Lord, if this person is in need, if this person needs healing, be a healer to them. If this person needs blessing, provide for them in the name of Jesus. Sometimes people are barely holding on. I try my best sometimes to just look pleasant and just look smile. My kids tell me I sometimes walk around with that face, you know, and I try to be pleasant and be approachable so people can feel that there is somebody who cares for them. Somebody, sometimes we just need ourselves. Roll their hands. Once upon a time, 
in our world and in our country, we used to have people who would, the community would just rally around a family that is in need. Maybe we need to go back to the basics sometimes and just rally around somebody. It might be on your job. Somebody comes in and says they're in disaster. They're going to lose their home. They're going to lose a job. Rally around people. Take up an offering. Be a blessing to somebody. Put somebody, love somebody, put your hands around somebody. Sometimes just put your hand on their shoulder and say, I am here. We need sometimes to communicate to people how much they mean to us. You never know how much you care about someone until you hear they're no longer here. And all of a sudden it becomes transparently clear how much they meant to you. I am saying to us today, it's time for us to rise up people. It's time for us to get back to basics. It's time for us to exercise due care and show someone else how much they mean to us. Be a strength to somebody. Be a stronghold to somebody. The God we serve will save us. The God we serve will back us up when our backs are against the wall. God will save us. God will deliver us. But we got to trust in him. We got to go back to basics. We got to remember on this here ground that we stand is holy ground. Where you stand is holy ground. Support somebody today. Pray for somebody today. Reach out and touch somebody today. And don't forget that in the name of Jesus, I pray for you right now. Whatever the situation is, God is going to cancel it. He's going to give you the victory. You're going to overcome it. And you will be walking and running with the victory. In the mighty name of Jesus, be blessed everybody.